You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has opened its doors for another day, so it's time for the opening. And this morning I'm speaking to Skulk Lowe, who's a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak in Cape Town. A couple of things coming out this morning, Skulk, that have caught my eye. Uh, starting with the Stock Exchange News Service. A storage, cautionary announcement, and also a book build. It's a nice little company. Good annuity income. Uh, share price are getting hit, obviously, because of the dilution effect of the of the book build. But anyway, there's that one. I don't know if you look at it. You'll tell me in a moment. Then Distel have come out with a trading update for the six months ended December of last year. And Woolies, an update for the 26th week to the 26th. Let's start with Woolies, if we can. Well, firstly, good morning, Lindsay. Good, good oh, yeah, sorry, I launched into that. Good morning, Scott. Yeah, I'm so sorry. What? How rude of me. I don't know. If you're the listener. So, good morning to everyone. What a beautiful Thursday morning, at least uh, from a Cape Town point of view. Yeah, it's a, it's a slightly different story day. over here, but we'll draw a veil over there. Anyway, go on, Woolies, please. You're a Woolies man. <laughs> so, Woolies. So, Woolies. Yeah, I am a Woolies man. I, I, I like their products. You know, we, we had a long discussion this morning in our morning meeting. On the company says, so and actually, it's a, it's, a, it's a good company, but a company that you know I've been been, been fairly verbal about that. That I do think that they need to really look at their strategies. I mean, you know, really look at their strategies more specifically from a, from an Australian, New Zealand point of view. They are specifically uh, focusing on 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 David Jones and um, and and Country Roads, but today we're not going to focus on that because we always always said that you know when we look at uh, Willies. I personally want to see Woolies as as two separate entities. I, I want to see the food side, and I was want to see other other meaning basically your 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 clothing, your, um, uh, your, your uh, other products, yeah. homewares and that because sort of thing. It, yeah, yeah, homeware, even your even your cosmetics, those kind of things. But but in in my point of view, there's a food side and there's a food, you know food and fashion side, clothing and fashion side. Yes. So. You know, but my worry was always, you know, when you look at Woolworths and you compare it to other food retailers like Spa, Pick and Pay, uh, your ShopRites, they've always traded at, at at a premium in terms of their profit margins. And that's very easy to explain. You go into go into a Willie's Food, that four tomatoes naturally or usually will cost you, you know, somewhat more expensive than that same four tomatoes will cost you when you walk into some of these other food retailers. But the way they packaged it, the way they provide it, the, the way they, they, they really look at the, the premium type of product, it was always justified. And I was worried about that because, you know, that 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 strategy works until you get some competition. Now, lately, I don't know if you've seen, but you know, when when you work, step into these these checkers, step into these pick and pays, even spas. I mean, suddenly that they've got some of these premium products as well that yes. really really is, is extremely competitive to to Willie's Food, and 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 this let's call it the, with this trading statement for the twenty six week ended. Um, 26 December, which they now brought out, clearly shows that they're starting to lose some market share. Now, you know, when we look at Woolworths, they, they, they grew their turnover. That's the trading statement. They grew their turnover with about 3.8%. You know, sales and comparative stores grew by 2.8%. Private movement, 26 And then they mentioned very, very specifically that the underlying product inflation was 3.7%. Now, we chatted about inflation. I'm not going to go into inflation again because no. Lindsay and myself had a massive conversation. Go and download yesterday's podcast if you want to have everything about, about inflation you know, yesterday. But this is, to me, is, is, is a worrying factor because we know where 
South Africa currently find itself, not just South Africa, but the, 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 the whole globe, but we've already had our first interest rate hike in November last year. And as we mentioned yesterday with the SARPs, QPM, again, not going to explain that, go listen to yesterday. The, 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 the SA Reserves Bank QPM model, which they follow, sort of indicate that we, we might see a, 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 a interest rate hike every quarter for 2022, 2023, and even 2024. That is, 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 is a very dangerous thing for companies that's running higher profit margins because naturally less money in, in, the, in the consumer's pocket will mean they will start shop around. They will start shop around for that same four tomatoes which we discussed earlier and see if they can't buy that same four tomatoes a little bit cheaper. So I would just highlight this as a possible risk, not, not, not something that I would say, you know, this is, this is the end of the world for, for it's just something that, uh, you know, when you usually look at your, uh, your, 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 your opportunities, your threats, this is the type of thing where, where you, where, where, where Woolies, I would say, uh, might be flagged. And this morning, the market sort of reacted as well. Share price currently down about 2%, not, um, and, 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 um, Purely on the fact that clearly this 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 growth and turnover over a what people would find as a, as a very solid retail growth period for for South Africa but also the globe, not not good enough. Like I said, like I mentioned, share price down two percent. Maybe time for Woolworths to just to reevaluate that strategy. And do they do they take corporate action, Skulk, and actually spin off food, which has always been a, mm. a really stellar performer, um, and um, a, a take it take it as a separate entity and give it to, to maybe two different CEOs, and so homeware and accessories and all the, all the other things, all the, the clothing side, amalgamate them all into one. Is that a viable option, or is that is, is that too complicated? Well, you, you you know, I mean, there's there's an argument that may made that you can you can you can have all of what you just said, and you can still have it in one in one holding company. Um, personally, I, I do think you know when you look at the valuations, you know, specifically you know, looking at at uh, Shoprite's current valuations. Now, now Shoprite has done a lot of things. Look at Shoprite. I mean, I'm not going to focus on Shoprite, but Shoprite over the past six to twelve months, they've closed in uh, you know investments, more specifically investments beyond the borders of South Africa. Um, that's that's loss making or not doing well. They closed it down. They said, "Well, we're not going to waste our time on 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 you know, non profitable you know business. We're just going to close it down. We're going to focus on these things. Created the cash, and and they're now sitting with with. But look at their sixty sixty. Their online services are strong like bull. I mean, this is a fantastic company. Um, so yeah, there is an argument to be made that you can run this one company and then have separate. Let's call it chiefs um, to run this. Personally, I do think that by splitting the two companies up, you know, the Willys Food will get a better multiple. And then you can compare, you know, the, the, the rest of the company, more specifically, like you mentioned, the, the clothing, fashion, and home um, business of, of Woolworths. You can compare that with a Mr. Price or have somebody that can compete directly with something like a Mr. Price or those other companies. We don't have that yet. It doesn't seem like that's, that's just the, the, the way Woolworths will be going. As mentioned, they will need to reevaluate the strategy because they they've been under pressure lately. And when I say lately, I'm talking about three to four years already. Yes, indeed. Um, uh, pardon the pun, but they're having their lunch eaten by um, other uh, other people who have, have. I mean, Woolworths set the trend, of course, and the others have followed. But that's absolutely fine. Now Woolworths have got to take the next step up. I think that's what you're saying. Let's go to another uh, another favourite of yours. 
uh, well, some mm. of its brands are your favourites. Anyway, let's distill. It's, it's very <laughs> interesting. It says here, um, in South Africa, which is their main market, uh, despite a reduced trading period, the business was able to grow revenues in the low 20s, which is very good, alongside mm. mid-team volume growth. Uh, category performance continues to be driven by an exceptional premium cider and ready-to-drink growth. Um, with a commendable performance across multiple spirits brands. Now, if you go earlier on in the trading statement, it says here, um, they talk about trading conditions and COVID and, and everything, uh, an increase in the cost of imported goods and glass shortages in our domestic market. And this is the one that really got me, caused by rampant demand. Rampant demand they for are. Savannah. I mean, I don't know. This is, you, um, you, you, you're, you're, a, you're a wine and whiskey man. But if you sit down this weekend in Cape Town, because it's going to be 35 to 40 degrees from what I see on my, on my weather forecast, and you're my weather forecast, by the way, 35 to 40 degrees, sit down, go down to your local boozer and get yourself a nice, a nice uh, bottle of a Savannah, fill a big glass with ice, put a, a, a wedge of lemon and a wedge of lime in there, maybe a bit of mint as well, pour it over the ice and sit there and 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 sip it it's probably about 12 o'clock it's already 32 degrees sip it it's very very delicious skunk and i think that's what people are doing from from the looks of this trading update yeah <laughs> yeah, you, you, yeah i'm not i'm not a savannah drinker but the the, the way you've just painted it I, I must say I'm, it, it is you just made it you know fairly attractive that i think you know you know, to to maybe any any you know uh, Savannah marketing representative currently out there listening to this podcast, you can just use this one as a as a as a as a ad as it as it stands. But yeah, um, a few things that you mentioned here. So, so I'm going to try and try and break them down. Um, so uh, you you mentioned you mentioned the the, um, uh, the the trading trading period. I mean, in this trading period, they had 38 days. And which we haven't even mentioned, you know, 38 days during this, um, uh, we, we, in the previous six months, where they couldn't sell any 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 savannas or any alcohol for that matter, which we had lockdown. Yes. So so this growth is actually quite phenomenal. They also mentioned the the civil unrest in, in KwaZulu Natal that cost them approximately 100 million rand in damages. So that's a, that's a quite a hefty number for for. for not the biggest biggest of companies. So, but then you you mentioned, and this this is the part I want to just spend two minutes on, and, and that's okay. a shortage of glass for for Savannah because yes. this is a, this is a very interesting interesting um, part. Uh, you know, my my stepbrother, I mean, he's a he's a winemaker. Now I'll, I'll give them the uh, the the, 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 the uh, let's call it the exposure. I mean, they is is the winemaker for Stellenview. Beautiful wines. One of I would say one of the best wines you will find in South Africa. Very good. Now I had a, I had a chat with uh, with 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 uh, him over the uh, December holiday on New Year. And and I ask him how things going. He said, "Well, demand is great. It's fantastic. Very similar to what we've read now in Distel. The problem is just, I mean, they they you know, they they can't find any glass. I mean, they 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 can't find glass to put their bottles in. Consul has got a shortage, and 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 a lot of these companies now need to import um, bottles for their wines, you know, from from France, which will really kick up the price of 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 these wines. 
you can hear where I'm going again, yes. um, Lindsay. So he also talked about massive bottlenecks. He can't get his his his, his wine shipped, you know, because he's an exporter of his wine. Can't get his wine shipped off from from Cape Town Harbour because the the the, the blockages from a from a Cape Town Harbour point of view means he'll never he he won't get his wine. Um, shipped off, so now he needs to put his his, his wines on a, on a truck and train, ship it off to to um, uh, to uh, uh, Durban, yes. and and that shipment effectively per container, like I said, per container, cost him forty seven thousand rand extra per container to ship his wines off. And you can't Again, do it. Do you, you can't do it via via train because the train network is completely re- redundant it. in that's South Africa, and, and a truck is expensive because of fuel costs being yeah. at all time record highs. More or less. Correct. Hmm. Correct. And, 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 and I mean, they will ne- have no other option to seriously raise their prices. Again, there we go back to the inflation point of view. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, every product, doesn't matter if you look at, um, you know, something like, uh, like uh, uh, you know, food, your harder, harder commodities like our golds, our silvers, our platinums, palladiums, things that we're very, very strong in, or even just one of our best commodities in, in South Africa, or make best export commodities, namely wine. I mean, this is, this is, this is very, very bad for inflation and I think very, very bad for the consumer, you know, ultimately. But that's, that's in essence, what, what, what the seller is also picturing in this, in this trading update. I, I think they, they sort of, you know, they're sort of laying the foundation or, or setting the table, you know, preparing consumers to say, well, we've got a massive shortages of glass, you know, to put our savannas in. That will most probably mean that we will need to incur extra costs to, to, to get these, 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 these glass. Because remember, you, you can't just make savannah and let it stay there. It's, it's not like wine. It's not going to get better over time. They need to get that in bottles, get it shipped off, and there we go. That will most probably mean that you will be paying more for your savannah, like many other products, which will mean inflation is definitely not trans. Zatori at all. No, it's not. It's definitely not. Anyway, Savannah also, um, uh, sorry, uh, Distel, you got me thinking about Savannah now. What time is it? Um, uh, um, we've got to talk about the Heineken deal. I think there's a scheme meeting on Tuesday, February the 15th, uh, but that's going to be ratified, isn't it? I mean, they are essentially Heineken now. Yeah, I, th- I think that's that's that, well, that's it. I mean, that uh, we, we this will be most probably we'll be. You know, I think there's still competition commissions and all those those type of things. You know, but 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 as you mentioned, you know, I think there's a few rubber stamps involved here. Most probably one of the last trading statements, or let's call it last uh, last reports or financial results that uh, that we will see from from Distel, which is sad. I mean, it's this uh, you know, Distel, there's, there's Imperials, there's there's quite a few. Big names that's been on the JSE for many, many decades, which uh, we will most have, most probably have to greet. As long as we don't need to to greet their products, uh, I'm I'm fine. But that uh, naturally, this won't be good for the JSE. No, it won't be. Uh, it's, it's it's been a trend. It certainly has been a trend throughout 2021, and I think that trend will continue in 2022, which is, you know, which as you quite rightly say, is sad. It's not the death knell for the JSE because uh, these things go in cycles. But at the moment, uh, private equity and venture capitalists are circling certain South African companies and um, looking to, uh, to to make some money in, in companies that are have been very very cheap for for far too long now. Right. Let's um, talk about the spot markets. Yesterday was a hell of a roller coaster, and I'll come to that in a second, Scott. But let's start with the dollar rand, which is 1530. British pound against the rand is 2086. 
Euro rand 1739, euro dollar 133.65, which is a 0.3% rally for the euro. Uh, British pound against the dollar is 136.30. After all the political stuff going on, the pound is uh, remaining relatively strong. Last night in the United States, um, the Dow Jones was down a percent, the S&P was down a percent, and the Nasdaq was down just over one percent. Now, the story there is the roller coaster, because in the morning, the S&P futures were down about 0.7 percent. Then they started to rally. When the real market came in, it, Wall Street rallied. And then in the last two hours or so, uh, it, 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 it fell again. So it was all over the place, Skunk. You can comment on that in a second once I've given you the good news on your favorite metal. It's called gold. It's 18.40. And in 24 hours, that's $23 per ounce rally. Platinum up nearly $50 an ounce to 1,031. And palladium, after a massive day yesterday, is taking a breather, but it's still above 2,000, 2,003. The crude oil price is, is taking a wee bit of a breather, but still above 88. Look at this thing. $88.22 per barrel for Brent crude, down a quarter of a percent. West Texas crude, $86.90, which is down just very slightly, and a two-thirds of a percent fall uh, for the all-important natural gas price. The U.S. 10-year bond yield is 1.85.5%, to be absolutely precise. The South African 10-year bond yield is 9.37%, which is unchanged, and Bitcoin is just poking its nose above 42,000, and that's a half-decent 2% gain this morning. Last night in the States, three different phases to yesterday's 24-hour market. Futures, uh, futures, then the real market and uh, rallying and then the real market falling. Someone's positioning themselves, or, or lots of investors are positioning themselves for, for something, and it seems to be the downside that is, has the least resistance. Yeah, Leslie. I mean, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump right to the to the futures on the US because that's that's that that that's sort of uh, the intro to what we're gonna talk in, in two seconds. But you know, US the Dow Jones futures currently 40 basis points in the green S&P 500 also 50 basis points, and and when you look at the the Nasdaq currently ah, just shy of 70 basis points in the green, but doesn't matter, not at all, because yesterday if we had the same discussion in the, in the opening yesterday morning, we would have most probably read the same thing and, and boy, did it turn around the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, you can clearly see, clearly see that there's, there's, there's def definitely a, an uncomfortable environment in, in, in the U.S. Not a lot of results. We've had quite a few results coming from banks. We've had um, J.P. Morgan reported beginning of the week. They missed which was uh, quite disappointing, and, and we, we saw the reaction in the market afterwards. Massive, massive pullback. We had Bank of America that, that came out with, with their results. They missed as well. Uh, we saw the reaction in the market. So, uh, you know, we've, we've got used to, to, to the U.S. sort of uh, giving forecast and, and really saying, well, you know what, this is the forecast, and just the, the, the forecast being beaten. I think uh, I recall you know, close to 80% of, of the company's last quarter managed to, to, to beat uh, consensus um, when we looked at the, the definitive or, or Reuters forecast. Uh, most of the, the companies, and I, I keep on talking about the outlook 2022 of most of these, these big financial houses, the JP Morgan, Citigroups, Morgan Stanley's, Goldman Sachs, Vanguard, BlackRock, all these big companies – Funny enough, the golden thread, you know, among them, uh, they, 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 they 
you know, the view is that the, the, the smart money won't be placed with the U.S. this year. I mean, that's 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 the bottom line. I mean, hmm. when we look at Vanguard and and they in they uh, outlook 2022. Um, they they actually made it clear, and I'm going to quote them. They said, for U.S. investors, the modest return outlook belies opportunities for those investing broadly outside their home market. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's a U.S. company. Vanguard is a U.S. company, one of the biggest, let's call it a passive company. When they say, you know, the opportunities lies outside uh, their home market. You know, when we look at Morgan Stanley, another another U.S. company, they strategists think, and again, again, I'm quoting, the S&P 5 index could decline 5% in 2022, while other developed markets could enter the year higher, or in the year higher, not enter the year, in the year higher. This is two massive U.S. Um, research investment houses, and both of them has got quite a pretty negative outlook on their on their home market. If I can quote uh, Vanguard, well, that's so, very interesting because I mean, when when people that have trillions and trillions of dollars under their management, under their wings, uh, say that well, we think this, it means that they're not buying, and maybe they're yeah. even trimming some of their positions, and so uh, other people uh, join the party. Uh, so it's, it's quite significant. All we need now is BlackRock to say something, and then we're really stuffed. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's that's a fact. I mean, but but I, I think you know, could this 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 movement that we've seen lately, and, and it's not just yesterday. I mean, two days ago, I mean, we've we've seen a, a massive movement in, in the US downward. Yesterday, we we sort of had a, a bit of a, are we going to see a dead cat bounce? Nope, it, it ended negative again. I think what we're seeing here is is the reaction to a lot of these views, and and I must yes. say I, I share these views. I do think the U.S. is is overheated. I, uh, you know, if you if the other opinion that that they're going to start raising interest rates now, there's a very very strong difference in opinion in that regard. You know, there's there's the one corner that says. You know, the U.S. should start raising interest rates and should start raising soon because you're not going to have 7% inflation and, 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 and not address that by, by or not reacting by raising interest rate. Yet there's the other corner and say, well, they, they can't. I mean, they can't raise interest rate. That, this will be the quickest way to kill kill the U.S. economy. And, and, and at current valuations on the U.S. market, the S&P 500, sure, that's a very, very dangerous position to be. You know, my view is very simple. You know, you're not going to have 7 over seven percent inflation, and 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 not uh, raise interest rates, you know, soon. And then when that starts happening, you don't want to be be sitting in 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 a market or a, a a index which is really heated as the U.S. is currently heated. I just think this is this is people just sort of adjusting their books, starting to migrate to to more value orientated markets. Okay, well said. That uh, theme will undoubtedly continue to develop uh, in the first part of 2022, whether it uh, uh, gathers momentum and becomes a, a meaningful conversation that we're going to be having every time we speak, Skulk, I don't know. But anyway, uh, what is meaningful at the moment is you must be looking at your gold board and saying, thank goodness for this. Because uh, we spoke yesterday, and I spoke from a technical point of view, and I'll just reiterate what I said, that if, you, if you've got a piece of paper, you draw a line going up, and then you draw a line going down, and then up again. But the, the second up is lower than the first up, and the second low, the line to the downside, is higher than the first one. So what you've got is, is a wedge formation coming in the gold price. That was my contention yesterday. And I said at some point when it gets towards the end of the wedge, 
like a rat, it breaks out of that corner and either goes up or down. And it seems to me that it's already gone up. It seems to me that yep. we've broken it as a, a significant technical, short-term technical resistance. And the gold price, 1840, uh, Harmony Gold Mining, uh, up 8.6% this morning. That's not a RAND story. That's a metal story. Goldfield's up 7.3%. Anglo Gold Ashanti up 7.3%. Um, there's an industrial REIT, which is up 4.6%. But NASPES is a massive mover, 4.3% higher. On the downside, I've got Sassel down 2.8% as oil takes a breather and the RAND is firm. Santam down 2.1%, Barlow World down 2%, Bidvest down one7 Willys down one and two thirds percent currently, but don't forget my screen is 15 minutes delayed. Great performance on the gold share, Skulk. Yeah, no, that's, uh, I mean, you, we don't have to, have to exclude anyone. Every, every single one of them is having a 7% plus day on this movement. But but to, to your point on, on the gold price, I mean, you're right. I mean, I, I drew that, that wedge and, and, and um, shared it yesterday on my Twitter handle at, at Skulk Low. Um, and, and it's not just a, a little break. It's not one that you can say, well, was that really a break? I mean, is it, is it, is it a break or is it going to be a false break? It was quite a significant break that we saw yesterday. Massive, massive movement in the gold. This 1840, I still believe, is a, is a, is a strong level you know, on its own. And, and if it can build momentum from these these 1840s. Remember, uh, year and a half ago, year, year and a half ago, you know, gold, the gold went over $2,000. You know, what we've just said on, on, on inflation, inflation is not good, you know, for, for any country and the countries that's running higher inflation than, than, than most other countries, and now I'm referring to the U.S., might put some some pressure, further pressure on the dollar. Further pressure on the dollar could just lift this 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 precious metals, and not just gold. I mean, we're talking about gold, silver, even your palladium and platinums. So watch this space. Watch this space. I think um, the chickens are coming home to roost. I saw a comment from somebody who's um, who's got bored with gold, or has become bored with gold, and he put out uh, a message saying, "Gold, gold, you're making me old." And and as soon as someone puts out something like that, then it means that something's going to happen. When people <laughs> throw in the towel on this thing or anything, uh, suddenly something happens. That's normally the way uh, humanity works. Uh, and while we've been speaking, a skulk, a gold company and a platinum group metals company, mainly these days, Sibani Stillwater has come out with an operational update. Uh, post-December 2021 safety-related interventions. Um, so there's an operational update there. I don't know what Sabania is doing. Maybe you could update us. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I don't have time to, to look at it. I'm, I'm looking at as as the you're price, doing. The price, the price. Yeah, sure. The price, price, not really. I mean, not a not a massive movement. Remember, you know, Sabania Stillwater is not not a not a gold company. I, I think with their last uh, yeah, update, I think about eight percent, eight percent of the 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 EBITDA were made up you know, from gold. So they're not a gold company as well, but still you know, they they two percent currently in the green. So mm. I don't think the the, the 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 update that we've just seen or the sense that we've just seen has, has got a material effect on the share price. Okay, good. jolly good. Let's have a look at the JSC indices after nearly one hour of trading, please, Skulk. So as we currently stand, the JSC all shares trading seventy six thousand three hundred thirty. 34 points. It's 21 basis points in the green. Naturally, with the, the lovely move in the gold miners, uh, we're seeing resources continue yesterday's run, currently 1% in the green. Industrials are taking a bit of a breather. When I say breather, it's literally just four, four basis points down, 0.04% uh, down. Financials, again, um, in the red, 70 basis points down. And SA Property, they are down 
21 basis points. Just going to to mention uh, top 40, top 40 currently trading 69,689 points, also 0.25% in the green today. Very good indeed. Uh, Scout, thank you very much for your contribution this morning and last night. Scout Glow is a uh, portfolio manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak in um, Cape Town. And, and Scout, just before you go, I really want you to uh, take uh, take it seriously. Uh, you, you're, you're for a diversified portfolio. I think you should apply your investment principles to your um, uh, how can I put, I don't want to say alcohol. I want to say, you I think you should diversify your, your drinks portfolio. And I want you to go yeah. out and get a, get a six pack of, of Savannah to boost Estelle's profits and uh, do what I said, you know, the lemon, the lime, maybe even some mint in a, in a, in a tall glass with, with loads of ice and tweet it over the weekend because I want to live my, uh, my life in the sun vicariously through you, if that's okay. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to do you one better. I'm, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to buy a, a, a non-alcoholic Savannah, and I'll, don't stop me now. Why? I'm going to buy a non non-alcoholic because then I can buy it from Willie's Food, because clearly Willie's Food need the the, 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 the support as much as Destel needs it by looking at the results today. Have you gone dry in January? Are you having a dry January? Uh, yeah, I, I don't tell anyone, but 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 yes, I'm I'm, I'm I, I had a wonderful December. So I'm, I'm trying to get back back on my bicycle. Yeah, you know, my my brother is sending me these tweets every morning. You know, sitting in some mountain and he's is you know lean and he's fit as a fiddle. And, and oh, you I, mean I need JC? To join him sit. Yeah, JC Lowe. So um, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to uh, trying to, to to sort of you know sort of train Scallum. But also trying to just lose some of these lovely Christmas, Christmas turkey and curves. Christmas uh, Christ- gammons. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the Christmas curves. Christmas curves. Okay, so Well, good luck with that. Okay. Um, yeah. It's just the visuals I'm looking for. I don't care whether you're uh, mildly intoxicated or not. But okay, non-alcoholic uh, Savannah. Tweet, tweet coming up. Skulk, again, thank you very much. And we'll be back with Skulk on Wednesday evening. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.